episode five. Um, I didn't post at all yesterday a new episode, so today uh, you're getting two episodes: one on the way to work, one on the back, oh, one on the back, one on the way back from work. This is the Commuter Chronicles, uh, broadcasting my journey to and from work on a semi-regular basis. Um, the podcast has been going now less than a week, but already I'm on episode five. Um, I don't think that's a reflection of the content. I think it's just a reflection of the work ethic that goes into uh, producing a podcast and how uh, easy they are to make uh, to a certain extent when you set the bar so low in terms of production quality and uh, equipment that is used. I do have some update on better equipment. Um, my shipping container has arrived. It has been cleared by all of the customs. Um, I spoke to a lovely man with body armor and a gun today who gave it the stamp of approval in less than five minutes. They didn't see any kind of real threat from the mass of children's toys, clothes, bikes, books, um, furniture that has been exported from, from Wales. Nothing there made them think that we were um, bringing prostitutes over in some kind of uh, season two of The Wire scenario. It was purely just household goods from your average family. Uh, that's all been stamped and signed, so now we need a company to bring a 20-foot shipping container up our drive to the house and unload it. So once we've gone through the boxes, that's the first kind of uh, hurdle I will face is finding the equipment. So as much as I built it up as all the problems are solved and this will sound better, um, yes, the ship container will be there, yes, everything will be there, but it then has to be dug through to find what uh, I am actually talking about. Um, I think I did suggest I was going to find something interesting to talk about. I didn't, um, because I've been in work and um, I'm being paid to do a job and I will do that job for the hours that I'm there. So uh, maybe on my free time tonight, I'll try and find some interesting topics to talk about, some funny stories about other people's commute, just so that this feels like it's going in a, in a direction that is um, improving rather than me just talking for uh, an extended period of time. Um, a quick note on the weather, which I think is always a really boring thing to talk about. Um, but not when you're experiencing the weather we've had. Yesterday was cold and wet and miserable, and today it's almost 10 degrees hotter than it was. So uh, I left the house prepared for the same day as before, miserable cold weather, and I'm, to use colorful language, sweating my bollocks off. Um, it was a mistake. And I now realise I probably should bring a change of clothes everywhere I go in uh, the maritime region of Canada because the weather changes uh, to the extreme on such a regular basis that any normal person from a moderate temperature kind of environment would fall apart if they didn't adapt. And that's what I'm heading for. I'm heading for some kind of falling apart scenario where I just overheat and pant like a dog while people ask me if I'm okay over and over again. Um, 
some interesting and exciting uh, local news. Uh, there was a deer in, on the street last night with its baby, fawn, I think. Um, crossed the road in front of me and my dog went mental. He uh, was either desperate to make friends with the baby deer and its mother or was overcome with a bloodlust and wished it to kill them, bring them down and chew their bones uh, to a fine dust. I'm not sure which one. Before I would have said that it was definitely the, uh, the, the former rather than the latter um, because my, do my dog, is, he's, a, he's a gentle soul. He, he, he tends to be really good with kids. He's never been aggressive. But my opinion really changed on him uh, a few months before we left Wales for Canada when he mercilessly killed a rat um, and then carried it around in his mouth, uh, wagging his tail as if, as if to say, look what I did. Look how good I am. I did what a dog does, which reminded me that he is a dog. He's a predator. Um, he will kill other animals with his teeth. Uh, it's in his blood. It's in his DNA. He was used to. He's formerly a wolf, um, or at least his ancestors were wolves, and that is still a very real part of him. Uh, much like we're apes, he's still part wolf. So. Um, Whereas I, maybe I would have been tempted to let my dog off the lead so we could go and say hello and kind of rub up against them and almost recreate some kind of Disney scenario where uh, a brave dog makes friends with a deer in the woods, helps save the woods from an evil capitalist, um, talk, sing some songs about how he feels at certain plot twists. Um, the reality probably would have been more like a video nasty uh, dog, you know, YouTube video dog takes out deer's throat uh, in less than 30 seconds while baby watches. Three million hits. Uh, the first two comments related to the content, the rest of the comments all talking about Hitler, um, which tends to be the, the process of every video uh, on YouTube. Um, interesting work news. I'm still there. I've been there for two months. Uh, I'm keeping myself busy and I haven't offended anyone. So everyone seems to be uh, tolerant of my company, which is great. So um, sometimes, uh, and to be honest, this doesn't happen in work. Everyone seems to be having have a good sense of humor. But quite often outside of work, um, I'm finding that I think I've touched on this before, sarcasm and irony are completely lost on people. Um, I, I've been called out quite a few times where people have interpreted things that I've said or posted online in very literal sense, um, only for me to explain that it was a joke and how the joke worked, which to me usually means a joke has failed. Anyone who needs to explain a joke um, to anyone shows that for that individual the joke has fallen flat on his ass and to explain the mechanics of it uh, for them to understand why it should be funny means it to them it's never going to be funny uh, and I guess I thought I had a kind of a niche sense of humor before I came to Canada so maybe my sense of humor is even more niche um, which 
kind of worries me, but podcasts celebrate the niche, so maybe I'm talking to the right crowd of people who've listened to this podcast, uh, or the one person who has listened to every podcast, or maybe one person has listened to a different podcast and it's four different people. I don't know, but thank you, because if it still said zero, we probably would have stopped at episode three. It's getting through to someone. Uh, interesting story. Um, I ordered a shed because uh, we decided to buy a house that didn't have a garage because we couldn't find the right house with a garage. So we thought, hey, we'll just build a shed and put all the bikes in a shed. I ordered a shed and the shed is the size of a garage. So that worked out fine. It's not really an interesting story. It's just I'm quite chuffed that uh, for the price of a shed in Canada, you can get something that is bigger than a UK garage. You could park a car in there. Um, it will be more than adequate for what we need. I can put my lawnmower in there. Um, and the only problem was I needed to build it. Uh, I didn't have any tools. So luckily, uh, some of the builders who were working on the house have decided to start putting it together whenever they fancy a break from working in the house. So I've managed to slow progress in the house. Um, but at the same time, the garage is slowly forming, which is great news. I mean, Maybe I'll post a picture of it on the Twitter feed for those of you who really want to see a half-built shed in somebody else's garden. Um, but hey, social media, people post fi- pictures of what they're having for their dinner. People post pictures of furniture they've built. People post pictures of their feet uh, with various landscapes and geographical locations behind them. Uh, people post pictures of babies quite a lot. I don't put pictures of my kids online um, because of all the dodgy bastards who might put them on a database and sell them on the dark web. Even though they're completely innocent photos, you don't know what someone might get a kick out of. Um, Oh, police patrol car. That's a first. So I'm driving past a police patrol car while driving a car and recording a podcast. They sat there with a speed gun, pointed out the window, and they've got no idea there they are. I've gone past them. They're in my rear view mirror. They haven't put their lights on. They're not following. I'm flaunting the law. Uh, not that it's any legislation I don't believe in Canada against recording a podcast and driving. But I, I genuinely believe that someone might want to have a conversation with me about the fact that I'm recording a podcast and driving. Even though, like I said, it's, it's the same as having a conversation. And I think someone smoking and driving would probably have less concentration on what they're doing right now than I am at this very moment. Uh, don't smoke and drive. Uh, it's, it just makes your car very hard to sell. I wouldn't buy it. Um, and it doesn't matter how many pine trees you put in there. If you smoked in a car, everybody knows. The only person who won't know is a heavy smoker. So you're really limiting the options of who will actually buy your car these days because nobody smokes. Cool kids are vaping um, because apparently it's quite cool to look like you're taking a puff out of a USB pen stick or a battery charger um, that glows sometimes and makes a huge amount of steam 
and also smells like popcorn. Um, so yeah, that's a thing and people like it, but you can vape in a car and it doesn't leave a smell. You smoke good old fashioned cigarettes um, or bad old fashioned cigarettes, as they probably should be referred to. And it's, it's in your hair, it's in your clothes. You, you, you uh, wash your hands, you chew chewing gum. You're fooling no one. We all know you smoke. Um, and your car tells that story vividly for anyone going, oh, look, let's sit in the car and see what you think. Do you like the interior? Oh, smells like cigarettes. So, yeah, just sell it to people who smoke as well. Uh, that's the only possible way you can uh, sell that car. Anyway, podcasting and driving. I'm living on the edge. Uh, I'm technically a fugitive now, I imagine. And basically progressing so far in the use of this podcasting technology that there's no law to police it. This is new ground. This is pioneering. This is just groundbreaking. So uh, maybe I should ask this question on the Twitter feed to the local police. Hey, if it's just the same as speaking on your phone, is it illegal to podcast and drive? Maybe that'll be pushing it a bit too far, but who knows? Um, It feels like I'm just speaking on my hands free kit. I'm not looking at my phone. Um, And that's it. So who knows? If you're a police officer, if the one person listening to this is a police officer, then please find me on Twitter and let me know. Um, I don't really want to flaunt uh, the law. I don't want to laugh in the face of the lovely RCMP Royal Canadian Mounted Police team. They seem like a lovely bunch. Uh, Their uniforms are dapper, is the word I'd use. Dapper and not at all intimidating. They, They give the impression that everyone is friendly and approachable, but at the same time, if things kicked off, They'd be in there like lightning, uh, smashing things up and restoring order. That's the impression I get. So, you know, if you want to give me legal advice, then maybe this podcast will become a dog-walking podcast and I can record it while I walk my dog uh, and my neighbours will think that I've lost my mind. Because in a car, if you see someone talking with a hands-free kit in, then you know they're just having a lovely conversation or maybe you're making a deal at work. Um, buy tin or sell brass or whatever they might do they might not work in metal trading that's just one example Uh, not a particularly relevant one to most people but an example nonetheless Uh, and it could just you know it, it doesn't seem crazy to me to see someone talking and recording a podcast in a car because it's none of your business and the soundproofing of the car is adequate enough for you to not know that I'm just talking on like an idiot. Um, way well, hey, we've just gone over the 15-minute mark. I have stopped before I looked at my phone. So uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, have a great day. Um, this is episode five. When we get to our first week anniversary, who knows what number we'll get to? Seven? Probably seven. Um, so... Have fun, and the Commuter Chronicles will be back tomorrow, or the next day, depending on when I can be asked. <laughs>